Good morning. It is Thursday, March 10th. Ask Daddy for milk. Um, and my daughter is sniffling. It's in your cereal. My throat hurts. My second son is sniffly and coughing. My daughter's coughing. The baby has a fever. But the Lord is good, and I was able to um, pray with a friend last night. And the day is a good day. I'm just declaring today is a good day. I'm declaring the Lord's healing on this family. In Jesus' name, God, I ask that you would help us be able to send Ian to do the worship tonight and that through that the healing would come to this family in Jesus' name. Psalm 49 says, Hear this, all you peoples. Listen, all who live in this world, both low and high, rich and poor alike. My mouth will speak words of wisdom. The utterance from my heart will give understanding. I will turn my ear to a proverb. With the harp, I will expound my riddle. Stop teasing him. Why should I fear when evil days come? When wicked deceivers surround me. Cade, you need to do your handwriting while I'm doing Bible. It will help you. Go get a pencil. Those who trust in their wealth and boast of their great riches. No man can redeem the life of another or give to God a ransom for him. The ransom for a life is costly. No payment is ever enough that he should live on forever and not see decay. For all can see that wise men die. The fools and the senseless alike perish and leave their wealth to others. Their tombs will remain their houses forever, their dwellings for endless generations, though they had named lands after themselves. Lukey, be quiet. But man, despite his riches, do not endure. He is like the beasts that perish. This is the fate of those who trust in themselves and of their followers who approve their sayings. Like sheep, they are destined for the grave, and death will feed on them. The upright will rule over them in the morning. Their forms will decay in the grave. Don't make him cry. Give it back now. Thank you. Thank you for obeying. I'm going to go get a better toy, Daddy. Get another toy. It's fine. Luke, stop screaming. Go down and get it if you need it. Hi, Micah. Thank you for coming. You feeling okay? Okay. Far from their princely mansions, but God will redeem my life from the grave. He will surely take me to himself. You can ask Cade to scoot you. I'm sure he will. He's so nice. Do not be overawed when a man grows rich, when the splendor of his house increases, for he will take nothing with him when he dies. His splendor will not descend with him. Though while he lived, he counted himself blessed. 
and men praise you when you prosper. He will join the generation of his fathers who will never see the light of life. A man who has riches. I, I, gave, I found uh, Kate's butt for him. That was so cute that you guys hugged. Because he said yesterday, I, I really didn't find a book that, that is, a, that, that is the Jesus book. But now I found it finally for him. And for some reason, he was crying when he watched I that prayer book. You. you need a knife I to cut that, okay, sweetie? Is that daddy's bread? Okay, a man who has riches. I'm trying to do Bible. What? Okay, Luke, scoot in. A man who has riches without understanding is like the beasts that perish. Try reading a Bible story? You read it. Okay. Mikey, can you scoot Luke in? Because he can't do it himself. I'll cut your piece, Mikey. One sec, I'm going to just find a story. Can you serve the family and please scoot him in? The boy and the giant. That is 65. It's going to be great. 65. Okay. Born the giant. From 1 Samuel to 6 and 17. This is (coughs) the story of a young shepherd boy who faced a mighty giant and of how he trusted God to save him. Bless you. The Israelites wanted a king, so God gave them Saul. Saul was a good king at first, but then he began to disobey God. So God decided to choose a new king. Go to Bethlehem, God told his prophet Samuel, and find a man named Jesse. I've chosen one of his sons to be Israel's new king. I'll show you which one. I want So Samuel traveled to Bethlehem at first, after, I mean, after, uh, after, saying Jesus' oldest son, Samuel thought seriously, he must be the new king. But God said, no, that isn't him. You can only see what's on the outside of a man, but I can see in the inside of his heart. So Jesse brought his next son to Samuel and his next and and his next seven seven sons prepared before Samuel, but each but each time God said no. 
do you have any other sons, Samuel? So Jesse sent for his youngest son, David, who was out tending the sheep. Then David came. God said, "He's the one." Anoint him. Samuel took a horn of oil and poured it over David, and from that day on, the spirit of the Lord was with him. But the spirit of the Lord left Saul, and an evil spirit came to trouble him. will help you feel better, Saul's servant said. Let us find someone to play the harp for you. Harp for you. One servant remembered that David played the harp and sent for him. Whenever the evil spirit dropped. Troubled Saul, David would play his harp, and Saul would feel better. So David traveled back and forth, but from watching his father's sheep to play for Saul. Seriously, how long is this book? Now, Israel was. At war with the Philistines, the Philistines, the Philistine army gathered on one hill while Saul and the Israelites faced them on another hill. Hope you're gonna get a book the for you. The Philistine had a warning. Or named Goliath, and he was a giant. He stood nine feet and nine inches tall. His armor weighed 125 pounds. He carried a huge bronze sword and. A spear with a heavy iron point. Want to buy this one. one day Goliath marched out and shouted, There's no need for all of us to fight. Choose one man to fight me. If he wins, we'll be your servants. But if I win, then you'll be our servants. Saul and the Israelites were terrified. No one wanted to fight Goliath. Every morning and every evening, forty days, Goliath marched out and shouted. His challenge to the Israelites, but no one dared to fight. Let her.
Jesse's three oldest sons were at the battle with Saul. One day, Jesse told David to go and check on his brothers, David. So, 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 David so, so. reached their camp and found his brothers just as Goliath. Him marching out till he he listened to the giant shouts and then watched as the all the Israelites trembled with fear. Who is this Philistine to challenge the armies of the living God? David demanded. Also, he has no idea that God is right there. Who doesn't know God is there? Goliath? Goliath. Mm. Goliath has no idea that God is there. If Goliath knew, he would stop, right? If he knew the power of God, if he respected God, he would have stopped. Yeah, but then why would he even do that? Goliath? He was working for the other side. Oh, yeah. The bad guys. Okay. King Saul heard about what David hid had said and sent for him. I'll fight this Goliath for you, David told Saul. Like, he's a bad guy. You can't fight that giant, said Saul. You are just a boy. But David said, when a lion or bear attacks my father's sheep, I grab it by its fur and strike it down. This giant will be like one of them. God saved me from the lion and bear and he'll save me from the from Goliath. Mm-hmm. I have a wife. I don't have one. I have a wife. Still. Saul agreed. <laughs> Look at this. I could do this. I could do this. You're doing a great job, kid. <laughs> hey, mom. Hey, mom. Can you look? Oh. You know, and do this and do this. And to do let this. David. Saul agreed to let David fight and even gave him his own armor to wear. David strapped it on and tried to walk. I can't even walk in these, he said, and took them off. Instead, 
David you could do this. took up. You could do this. And his shine and this. David took took his own own staff and sling, and then after putting five smooth stones in the pouch, he set off to face Goliath. <coughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs> what are the dings? It happened in the beginner's battle. Stop doing that. When Goliath saw David coming, he shouted, Am I a dog that you come to fight me with sticks? But David said, You come to fight me with me with a spear and a sword, but I come in the name of God, and he will hand you over to me. Let go. Mom. And these stones slammed through. Sailed? Sailed through the air. It hit Goliath right in the forehead. And he fell face down to the ground. On the ground. On the ground. Mm -hmm. Look at this. And. When the Philistines saw that their hero was dead, they ran away. The Israelites gave a great shout and chased after them. And that was how God used David to a young shepherd boy to defeat the mighty giant Goliath. Hit him. In David, we see a picture of Courageous, courageous faith in God's power. We also catch a glimpse of the coming king who on now one would have ex expected or picked to win the victory, Jesus, because he died on the and rose again. He, he is mighty to save. Hey, that was the longest story you've ever read in your whole life, and you taught me the story of David and Goliath. I want to read. I am so proud of you. I want to read. All right, let Lukey do one. Let him find one. Can you let Can you let Luke use borrow that Bible? Okay. Thank you. I want to read. Micah, do you want to read us a story today, or do you want me to? I want to. 
I wanted to ask you a question. Yeah, go ahead. Was the ripstick at the same um, place that we went to when we got the gun? No. No. It was a Goodwill. What's a ripstick? It's like it's a version I, of a skateboard. It's basically a skateboard, but it's easier to ride. Yeah. Luke, it's sort of like a hoverboard, but it's sideways. Uh, hey, Ben. Okay. Do you ride it sideways? Take the light. Tie. You use swivel power. Right. It looks hard to balance on. I tried. One, two, three. Here you go. Okay. Oh, okay. What is that? Oh, you want to tell us about the flood and Noah? No, no, no. <coughs> you find the story that you like. I think he likes Genesis. Okay, I'm going to teach us from Proverbs 11, verse 8. The righteous man is rescued from trouble, and it comes on the wicked instead. Where actually, what was interesting is Kay just told us the story of young David before he was a king. And some of the ways God used him to bring God glory. And the heart of David is why God allowed David to be a king. His also his, um, the assignment God gave David for his identity. God gives us a purpose in life. And we're either going to fulfill it, fulfill it all the way, fulfill it part way, or not fulfill it. David fulfilled most of his duty to God with the exception of Beersheba when he had that issue. And he and the consequence was he lost a son because of that. Um, but we're actually, when we read Proverbs, we're hearing from da- King David's son Solomon, who was considered the wisest man in the world. This? Okay. So let's learn from the wisest man in the world in Proverbs. Proverbs 11, verse 9. With his mouth, the godless destroys his neighbor, and through knowledge, the righteous escape. Last night, I had a conversation with somebody who got advice from a Christian, but it was the wrong advice. And it would, if she had listened to the wrong advice, it would have brought problems to her it says with his mouth the godless destroys his neighbor but through knowledge the righteous escape um even somebody that loves god can give poor advice right Mm -hmm. but through knowledge the righteous escape through the knowledge that god gave my friend she was able to escape the problems right yeah okay verse 10 when the righteous prosper the city rejoices. When the wicked perish, there are shouts of joy. What does that mean? I'm done. I'm done. What does that mean, guys? I am done. Done. I'll say it again. When the righteous done. prosper, the city rejoices. That when the righteous prosper, the city rejoices. Why? Because the righteous prosper. Why would a whole group of people be happy when the righteous are doing well? Because then the righteous won't turn back. Mm-hmm. 
What else? Because then, um... <coughs> Doesn't get corrupted. Yes. Mine. The mine. rules mine. that govern the city mine. will be upright. Okay. Yeah. Will you give that back that to Luki? Thank you. I appreciate that. Okay. Because the rules that govern the city will be fair and they will honor the Lord. When you're righteous, you have right standing before God, right? When the righteous prosper, they're going to help the city be um, right before the Lord. That's a good thing. Okay, yesterday in Revelation, um, we finished describing the new Jerusalem. Do you remember how the city was like jasper and clear and glass and golden and jewels and sapphire and chrysolite and beryl and topaz and all the beautiful things? Now I'm going to tell you about the river of life. You've heard about this before. This river of life is really important to God. Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life as clear as crystal flowing from the throne of God and of the lamb down the middle of the great street of the city. And in Jesus name, we place our family in this river for healing in Jesus name, Holy Spirit, take us to this river for healing because your word says on each side of the river stood the tree of life bearing 12 crops of fruit, yielding its fruit every month. And the leaves of the fruit are for the healing of the nations. Jesus, we receive your healing right now in Jesus name. No longer will there be any curse. The throne of God and of the lamb will be in the city and his servants will serve him. They will see his face and his name will be on their foreheads. Jesus, your name is on our foreheads. There will be no more night. They will not need the light of the lamp or the light of the sun for the Lord God will give them light and they will reign forever and ever. Jesus, we live by your light alone. Thank you, God, that you give us your light. Thank you, Jesus. The angel said to me, these words are trustworthy and true. The Lord the God of the spirits of the prophets sent his angel to show his servants the things that must soon take place. I'm going to tell you about Jesus coming back to the world. Are you ready? Behold, I am coming soon. Blessed is he who keeps the words of the prophecy in this book. Stop slamming that, please. Jesus, help us keep the words of the prophecy of your book. I, John, am the one who heard and saw these things. And when I had heard and seen them, I fell down to worship at the feet of the angel who had been showing them to me. But he said to me, do not do it. I am a fellow servant with you and with your brothers, the prophets of all who keep the words of this book. Worship God. Hold on, Lukey. Then he told me, do not seal up the words of the prophecy of this book. Because the time is near. Let him who does wrong continue to do wrong. Let him who is vile continue to be vile. Let him who does right continue to be right. And let him who is holy continue to be holy. Jesus, make us a holy people. And all generations that you make to come from us, Jesus, make them a holy people. Behold, I am coming soon. 
My reward is with me, and I will give to everyone according to what he has done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who wash their robes, that they may have the right to the tree of life and may go through the gates into the city. Do you know what that means when you wash your robe? The robes are the acts of righteousness that you do. So the things that you do for Jesus are the robes that you wear. So Lord, God, help us to do acts of righteousness for you so that we can have the right to the tree of life and go through the gates into the city. Outside are the dogs, those who practice magic arts, the sexually immoral, the murderers, the idolaters, and everyone who loves and practices falsehood. Jesus, keep my family away, far away from all of these malicious things. All of magic, keep it away. Sexual immorality, keep it away. Murderers, keep it away. Idolaters, keep it away. Anyone who loves and practices falsehood, we put a fire from heaven around this family that we would not be harmed or involved in any of these things. But God, help my children and help us to be a light in the world where we can take claim and enlarge the territory of Jesus and increase the harvest in Jesus' name. What, Cade? And I make you balls like a statue inside of a grave of burning hot lava with a a bunch no. of lava proof sharks in it with the terror of the power of Jesus inside tearing them apart in the name of Jesus Christ. What is he saying? I think he's saying for the evil stuff. Are you doing that for the evil stuff? Yeah, it yeah. worked. That's good. Cade, you are a prayer warrior. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to give you this testimony for the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright morning star. Yes, Hope. Can I please have some wood with put on? That's not a question. You can ask Daddy. What, Cade? Lukey, what? Oh, say excuse me. Daddy, excuse me. Daddy, I'm sorry, just give me a second. Okay, I'm sorry. Just, just give me a second. Lava, okay. South Spite Haven. Oh. This phone is ghosting a lot. What's ghosting? It's like it's like it says it's like it says it touches certain places and just I goes and does its own thing. Really? I think it's probably because of the bride. I want peanut butter. The spirit and the bride say come. Hold on, and let him who hears say come. Whoever is thirsty, let him come. And whoever wishes, let him take the free gift of the water of life. I warn everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book. If anyone adds anything to them, God will add to him the plagues described in this book. And if anyone takes the words away from this book of prophecy, God will take away from him his share in the tree of life and in the holy city, which are described in this book. He who testifies to these things says, yes, I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. We agree. We say amen. Come, Lord Jesus. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with God's people. Amen.
Okay. We're going to do, uh, that's going to be the end of it today. That was the end of Revelation. Do we have Jeremiah? I can do Jeremiah, but we didn't do Jeremiah today. I figured we would do it tomorrow. Jeremiah. Jeremiah is long. Like Revelation has 22 chapters. Jeremiah has 52. And Psalm has 150. Proverbs has 31. That's why it's perfect for the month. It's perfect for the month, but we're taking it slower and trying to understand the verses deeper. Yeah. Um, It'd be funny if there were 365 verses in Psalm. I do need to Yeah. Do you guys want me to do Jeremiah today? or? All right. Be quiet. Be quiet. We're going to hear about, thank you, Luke, the righteous branch. This is Jeremiah 23. We're learning about um, rebel. We're learning about repentance, repentance judgment, and restoration. I was going to say rebellion. And I'm like, that's not it. <laughs> repentance, judgment, and restoration. I guess rebellion is part of it because why would you ever have to repent? It's because you've rebelled. Right? That's nice. Woe fall over. Woe to the shepherds who are destroying and scattering the sheep of my pasture, declares the Lord. Do you remember what God said, Jesus said about a millstone? What? No. If any of if anybody causes a child of God to stumble. He said, you're better off tying a millstone to your neck and oh. floating to the bottom of the sea. Could I dip yeah. you I don't have a dip. You dip in your cereal. You can dip. So can Jesus says here, woe to the shepherds who are destroying and scattering the sheep of my pasture. God's real serious about this. We should not mislead people away from God. Therefore, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says to the shepherds who tend my people. Because you have scattered my flock and driven them away and have not bestowed care in them, I will bestow punishment on you for the evil you've done, declares the Lord. Do you know what? He's talking to false prophets, right? Yeah. They should know better. God holds them at even a higher accountability than he holds unbelievers because they know the word of God and they're denying it. <clears throat> the Lord said, I will, I myself will gather the remnant of my flock. They're too fat. That's the issue. They're too Just wide on their humble. base. Because you've scattered my flock and driven them away and have not bestowed care on them. Oh, yeah, I said that. Uh, I will bestow hollow? punishment on you for the evil you have done, declares the Lord. I myself I will my gather the remnant of my I flock. Guess. Out of all the countries where I have driven them. And will bring them back to their pasture where they will be fruitful and increase in number. I will place shepherds over them who will tend them. And they will no longer be afraid or terrified. Nor will any be missing, declares the Lord. Do you know the story of Jesus told about how there were 99 sheep in the pasture and one was missing? And how the shepherd rejoiced yeah. more over the one that came back. Jesus yeah. is saying, the Lord said, not one will be missing. He doesn't want even one person to miss out. 
So when you encounter a situation where you're doing hard work for something and the outcome is only one person is redeemed or saved or helped, what does your heart say? Your yeah, heart yeah, is yeah, happy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Even if by your own judgment you say to yourself, this should have been, I should have had a hundred people respond. If you have just one, you're happy because the Lord is happy, right? One matters to God. The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will raise up to David a righteous branch, a king who will reign wisely and do what is just and right in the land. In his days, Judah will be saved and Israel will live in safety. This is the name by which he will be called, the Lord our righteousness. I think that's Jehovah's sick canoe. Um, what do you think? Who are they talking about there? Jesus. Jesus. And that's um, 23.6. No. First Colossians 1.30 is also where we see that. It is because of him. Stop it. Why are you back there? Push your seat back, Hope, and don't do that. What's on your arm? Do you have an itchy spot on your arm? Yeah. Or a sore? Is it itchy or boo-boo? A sore. A sore. Okay, sorry. I mean, an itchy. Okay. It is because of him that you are in Christ Jesus, who has become for us wisdom from God, that is our righteousness, holiness, and redemption. Do you get that? Listen, it is because of him that you are in Christ Jesus, who has become for us wisdom from God. That is our righteousness, holiness, and redemption. Could I not get down? No, Luke, stop screaming. And the other place that we hear about um, the Lord, our righteousness in Romans is Romans 3, 21 and 22. Let's just see what it says. 3, 21 and 22. But now a righteousness from God apart from law has been made known to which the law and the prophets testify. This righteousness from God comes through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. Hopi, I want you to scoot over so you can't touch him. Yeah, it's just, you can't fight right now. You can't fight ever, but I'm doing Bible especially. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Don't do that, please. I'm trying to make a Jenga thing. Dang, dang. A king? Don't do that, please. I'm trying to do a Jenga thing, Hope. You better stop fighting. Hope? Hope? Looks like a bunch of dinosaurs. <laughs> stop fighting. Be Look at me. Be a peacemaker. Do you understand? Uh-huh. Okay. <coughs> Say, Mommy. 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 I will be a peacemaker. I will be a peacemaker. Good job. Okay. Luke. Say, Mommy. Mommy. I will be a peacemaker. Peacemaker. Good job. Okay. Thank you, Kate and Micah, for being peacemakers already. Um... Verse 7, 
So then the days are coming, declares the Lord, when people will no longer say, as surely as the Lord lives, who brought the Israelites up out of Egypt, but they will say, as surely as the Lord lives, you can't try to punch him. Who brought the descendants of Israel up out of the land of the north and out of all the countries where he had banished them. They will live in their own land. Then they will live in their own land. Okay, that's all I'm going to do from Jeremiah. So, what did you learn from Jeremiah? I learned... Good guess. That... Um, people I would actually. Look out! Look out! Look what I made! Cool. Oh, I. Now I can start. Let me summarize for you. Stop talking. Let me summarize for you. First, God told Jeremiah he's punishing the false prophets. Right? Then he's telling Jeremiah, I'm bringing Jesus. And then he's telling Jeremiah, that the people are going to change what they say about the Lord because they brought Jesus. Does that make sense to you? One, he's judging false prophets. Two, he's bringing Jesus. And three, his people are going to change how they talk about God because of Jesus. Mommy, can you please get... The mic is well 